Hello, and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a glance at books, movies, television, anime, video games, and pretty much anything else. I am joined by my co-host, Russell Andrade, and I'm Byron Ship. Today, we were reviewing Castlevania season four. four. So, Russell, what was your take on season four? So collectively, I've really liked the series. Season one, two, and three, I just thought were awesome. They just kept ramping it up season after season, building upon block upon block. And season three was, I just thought, phenomenal. It really had some very interesting characters and build up and, and, and everything. So I was extremely excited for season four. And then for me, season four really felt like a letdown. It really felt like a lot of stories were over and done with um without proper conclusions that they were like oh man we wrote ourselves into a hole and then we quickly wrote off certain characters and moments and situations that i thought were built up a lot more through season um season three so i was i i walked away very disappointed in season four i i gotta totally disagree with you there man i was enthralled by season four i was captivated the story, the, you know, cutting through like what happened to all these characters at the end because Dracula's son. Alucard, know, yeah. Alucard. He was totally like depleted, destroyed. He was going insane. He, you know, he was drinking so much wine. I love the part he's like, oh my God, there's more wine than piss in my piss. <laughs> I love that line. Um, and uh, yeah, he was going through it, man. And he got, you know, at the end of it, he turned out really well. I love that, you know, you know, she ends up spoiler. She ends up pregnant and yet stays to like. I mean, the I mean, the overall arching of this whole. I mean, the whole season. It was the series could end right now, and I would be completely happy. Well, that's uh, what they said. They were ending with season four. That's the current plan right now is that they're not doing, yeah. and that's why they give such conclusion with her character being pregnant and how things ended. Yeah, I mean, you take on death. I mean, death. I mean, come on, you take on, that's just right out the video games. You take on death. I don't know if anybody's played the Castlevania video games, but like, that's like, it was an amazing. I mean, overall, the the fight scenes, action, the the banter wasn't as good as the previous season. I will admit between uh, Trevor and Saifa, they've had better banter seasons, but overall, man, I thought it was class act. I was like, wow, like, okay, that's the way you got to go out. And like, I, I don't see it. I don't see I, my vision was just, you know, action fighting. You know, they were going through all these like, you know, their own internal struggles with who they were and dealing with this stuff and, um, you know, and how they influence each other. Like Trevor and Saifa, like he's I love how Saifa's like, you got me up here cussing now, just like you. And and how it ended in season three is like how, you know, now you're welcome to now you're in my nightmare. And before we were in yours and it was pretty nice. And now you're in mine. And I, you know, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, you got to show me. What, what do you see here? What do you see that I don't see? Okay. So Hector was, mm -hmm. uh, was perfectly tricked into becoming a slave for Lenore and Camilla and all them mm -hmm. set up beautifully at the end of season three. And then he completely got out of that throughout the entirety of this season. He, it, we should, we were shown no consequence of him being their puppet and slave and that mm -hmm. he was free willy walking around setting traps with no one, like a castle full of guards and people keeping an eye on him, knowing that his character is supposedly relatively intelligent. So if like if you have Lex Luthor in your dungeon, you're going to keep a couple of good eyes on him. And so his character got away willy-nilly. 
Um, the end for Le Lenore's storyline was embarrassing to me. She's like, oh no, I'm trapped in a castle for like five days. I can't stand it. I might as well kill myself. I'm like, really? I mm -hmm. thought her character was going to have some more interesting little subplots and nothing. Camilla, who has been, you know, this really strong and powerful. I being, love Camilla. Like, yeah, yeah. I love I, she became one of like she was like the Cersei of Game of Thrones for me. Where I'm like, sweet man, this is a really strong female character, and she was basically, I'm the female Dracula. Like, I'm gonna do so much more than what he did. And like season two and three, she was building that stuff up really well. Yeah, she's and I will say world, her yeah. end yeah. was a really awesome scene when we got to her finale of her storyline and how that ended. The scene itself, I thought was awesome. But I just felt like she, her character was completely ambushed and was weakly given the buildup to her ending was really weak. The, the, the scene itself was really awesome. And I just thought, you know, like I said, Hector was was not held hostage or anything to any degree. We didn't see the consequences of what happened to him from season three. Camilla mm -hmm. was just ambushed by people. And then Sephra being pregnant and the whole thing with, you know, our main mm -hmm. boy Trevor fighting death. My personal thing is I really don't like any storylines where people fight God, the devil, or really massive characters like death. It's I know it's from the video games, but for me, it's so larger than life. You've jumped the shark times 10 when you do those scenarios. Uh, that is a, a personal minute. thing. Wait I, I really don't yeah, like when people yeah. when people are like, oh, I'm gonna fight the devil and win. I'm like, really? You're going to play chess with God and win. You're going to fight the devil in the boxing match and win. I'm like, really? I don't know, man. I disagree with you on that one. I mean, you know. I mean, so who do you fight after death? Like, well, remember, he wasn't, like, de he was death, but remember, he was a servant to Dracula. So he was called death. And that was let's get Yes, he's basically a sub character. And his, and his power, and his basically where he gathered his power was from collecting the souls of the dead, which is basically death. And he, he but he was not like death, death like he was okay, a servant right, so of that, Dracula. That's a misunderstanding on my yeah. part. Then. So that, yeah. that does make it better. The death character and the character that he represented while he was trying to fool everyone didn't care about that character. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like the Russian vampire guy, kind of a little bit, but uh -huh. like his introduction and stuff, I still didn't find anything interesting about his character. I also found the dialogue throughout the this season very lackluster. Like I realized how often people use the f bombs no, to try to sound like no, they're intelligent no, characters. No. I was like, really? These characters do not sound sophisticated at all. I gotta cut you off, Isaac. Isaac had the I would say out of the, all the four seasons, he had the most growth. He went from this like puppet loyal to a I 100% agree. Isaac, I have no problems like, with Isaac. The Isaac is the, the yeah, second grace of this like, season I throughout the series. agency now. I have a, a sense of like, I can choose how I want to lead my path. And my path is killing Carmela who killed my master. Yeah, no, I, he, I agree yeah, with you. I have no on. qualms with anything with Isaac. Everything Isaac related was on point and awesome. Okay, so it wasn't a total... Yeah, because you made it seem like it was just, just nah, man. It wasn't just they were just talking heads, man. It, he, he's Carmilla... like the one gem of the entire oh, series okay, that's been okay. consistent. Where Trevor and Sephra this season, I also cared yeah, less like, about yeah, them. Yeah, I didn't, uh, their banter was not as good. You're right. I agree with that. The banter was not as sharp as it was in the previous three seasons, no doubt. But 
And then we get surprise characters Mm -hmm. that come back at the end, and I just, like, lost myself when that happened. I'm like, really? Yeah, but, dude, I mean, you got to look at, like, overall, three seasons for, I mean, to carry this kind of load for four seasons, especially with the, the, remember, this is all based off a video game. So let's just, it wasn't like there was these books that were written. It wasn't like Game of Thrones where you got this massive, you know, huge, not that Castlevania doesn't have a, a great world. But in the sense of the acting, you have to be like, well, okay, Alucard is this, you know, the fact that they brought back, you know, Dracula, who at the end of it kind of is like do a series of interesting events, him and his wife actually escape, which is really cool. I think there definitely could be some spinoff of that. That would be interesting. I, I agree with you on Lenore. They did cut her short. I love Carmela's ending because she was on the next level. She was like, I'm trying to run all this shit. We can, we can own the whole fucking, she was on some Hitler shit. And I found that fascinating i i love when characters just sell out for whatever dream they have they she was like i i she was she was feeling herself and i love that part of it she was such a strong character and she literally she became the person in my opinion that she hated because remember she was slave to another vampire who was basically running shit and she said you know she basically was like i'm never gonna let that happen again and how do i stop that i make sure i run the fucking world and i i gotta give it to carmela she she did some scarface shit that was i loved it i enjoyed it but lenore you're absolutely right lenore was not that great the banter between um trevor and uh cypher wasn't as good i you know but you gotta i you know i personally think it was a great ending but what they had and i would definitely give it like a 9.0 if not no I'm, I'm, I'm going lower than a nine <laughs> man i am for sure it and I, I get the end of series and shows and stuff that certain seasons are not as strong as others. But again, when you've had like season one, two, and three, they're all in the ballpark of nines and tens, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I want the show to end at an eight. And for me, it didn't. For a lot of people, mm-hmm. I guess it did. But for me, it absolutely didn't. Yeah. 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 No, hey, man, I, I respect that. I was eating my popcorn on that one. I, I enjoyed it. If they decided not to do any more of them, I am pleased. I love that, you know, Trevor, you know, he lives through it. You know, he thought he was dead the whole time and she was about to go back home. And I mean, it. you know, honestly, man, I just think, wow, like what an amazing series. And let's see, it's got a let's check it out. We, I, so what would you give it? I, like I said, I'm a 9.5 man on this one. For what it is and how it ended, like I'm at like a low seven. Wow. I'm almost like six point five. Just whoa. Okay. None, none of the big characters died. You couldn't kill Trevor or Alucard or any of them. Like they've get, they've gone through these battles over and over again, and you couldn't sacrifice any of them. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And not only could you not sacrifice any characters, you then gave us to like Dracula and his wife again. I'm like, really? This is just a hokey door hokey dory like everyone we love has a happy ending like dracula and his wife oh yeah, maybe not? we'll tell our son that we're alive in like 20 years we want to give yeah, him not? space i'm like really? he's immortal he's immortal he's immortal it's... let him let him let him live his life let the man have some let the man have some peace i mean but my, 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 yeah. my my parents come back to life i'm like come on man like they literally could not sacrifice anybody you know <laughs> well they killed death and they killed uh what's her name 
they killed uh, again i didn't care about death this yeah. is the season we were introduced to death yeah. and in every version that they presented him i found him uninteresting so I, carmilla lenore and then the other sisters the other girls that were together they got off remember but carmilla died lenore died yeah yeah they got those i'm talking about the three like main characters on the good side we lost okay. all the bad guys and then everybody who is considered somewhat good survived and then we netted two of them we netted dracula and his wife i'm like really and yeah, he's presented but... as the guy like, oh, even though I killed a crap ton of the population, I'm still just a misunderstood, somewhat good guy. I'm like, okay. Uh, I think you read too much of this, man. I think it's one of those things where, like, I think I think being in hell for an extended period of time gives you a, can give you a little bit of reprieve. I mean, and his wife was there with him. I, I'm not talking about reprieve. I'm talking about the 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 amount of people he killed on Earth. Through yeah. when people killed his wife, he then wrecked a big portion of the, the earth. It's the yeah. same thing at the end of Star Wars where, you know, Vader can't live because he's been in part of the atrocities of killing millions of people. Like, you can't let that guy live. Like, if, if his character survived, the Senate says, we just got to sacrifice this guy and let him die. Like, you Yeah, know? I, I get where you're going with it. There has to be consequences. I agree with mm -hmm. you. There, there's got to be consequences for everything. And yeah, it, it 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 definitely feels like some of the good people that deserve to die probably got away. with like, did Trevor really have to live? Well, it, and, it was no. too much of a happy ending. Like, yeah, for me, it was, so, I, oh, it was yeah, like you, you this guy get the happy yeah. ending, then this guy yeah. get the happy ending, then this guy. Yeah, and they like, were passing out. Even the, Alucard the happy ends endings. up with like a girlfriend at the end. I'm like, really? They just they just went full ham. Everyone has their own little happy meal. Yeah, maybe that's what maybe that's what I liked about it. Maybe why can't the why can't the bad guys have happy endings, right? Because everyone's kind of there's no good guy in this situation, right? No, I mean Trevor's a drunk, you know, fall down trying to get his life back together, and you know every when you first meet him, and you know like no, there's no. I guess you could say it's just different degrees of evil, right? It's just different degrees in my opinion because there's no hero. If anything, he's like an anti-hero. The fact that like the somewhat good guys had a happy ending. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I, I love it. You know, I love it. Why can't, why can't the bad guys win sometimes? No, um, it's not the bad guys. I don't consider Alucard and mm -hmm. uh, Trevor bad guys. I'm saying Dracula was mm -hmm. pretty free. He was a bad guy, yeah. E even if he's been <laughs> redeemed as a character, he did enough evil stuff that his consequence should be, should be death. Mm -hmm. Death from mm -hmm. this world, and if he's redeemable in hell, if if we could say his heart changed enough or he's redeemable in hell to go to heaven or something, that's his own separate thing. But like he just got like a get out of jail free card and gets to restart. And like yeah. I said, yeah. every every character we all like and love just kind of got like their own little happy ending. And it's like, okay, like Alucard gets it, Trevor gets it. Like it's yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I guess I guess there's like the fan in me who's just like, yeah, let them have it. They've, they, you know, they've been through all this. Let them have it They're But the, but you're right. The critique in me is like, yeah, that's a little, that's a little bit much. I mean, but I mean, and, yeah. and I, I know I've said it in the last podcast we've done. And I had mentioned already in this one, it, it reminds me honestly of like the endings of shows like game of Thrones, where all of our good characters survived and they all kind of got like little interesting, little happy endings. Like, Oh, I'm going to become Christopher Columbus and I'm going to rule a kingdom and I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm the guy that controlled the money now. And it was just like for a show that was, you know, that represented so many consequences, mm -hmm, just like mm -hmm. Castlevania. It just felt like, it's not like they gave us somewhat of a couple of good little happy endings. They just gave us a bunch of happy endings. Like even if Trevor died, for him to come back to life, 
I would have liked Alucard to give up his life force or his immortality or something to bring him back. To life. Yeah, you want yeah. consequences. Yeah, no, and I, and I don't disagree with you on the consequence part. I think it's that whole thing where I think just writing and generally and, and, and scripts and stuff nowadays, they just don't express consequences like they used to. Like there was like if you notice a lot of movies, they don't like like you talk about perfectly like Star Wars, like or the hero's journey. Right now, the heroes like the hero's masters are making it through and everyone's living through the whole thing. And you're right. And, they, and, yeah. and, and honestly, I really got to guess behind the scenes, you know, you do season one and two of Castlevania and then you get characters that become too popular to kill off as in mm -hmm, the writers mm -hmm. had full intentions to kill off Trevor or Alucard and then. By the time you get to season four, you're like, oh, the executives who are giving us like three times our budget mm -hmm. says we're Keep not getting our budget if we kill <laughs> off the main three. Yep. You know, yep, I agree with you. It's the corporatization. I, I wouldn't. I 100% agree with you. And so, it, it, um, it, yeah. I'd imagine as a writer, as a director, that's a really tough thing because you still want to tell your story, but you have your story with 75% control. And then that 25% of the executives telling you like, hey, you really got to hit these things no. off. But their debts are the most important part, right? Because what we're saying is we're living in a consequence-free world, right? Yep. Like, and that's kind of scary in itself, right? Because you want to perpetuate the money. Like, well, you got the money. You got to write the script I want to see. So that that definitely puts a spin on it. Now that you've kind of walked me, walked me through that, I would agree with that. I'm still going to give it a 9.5 just because I still loved it. And hey, I mean, I you, you had your experience. Yeah. You really enjoyed it all the way through. That's all you can yeah. ask. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it, it's funny from the, the last podcast we did where it's like Yasuke, you know, where you, you went lower on it and mm -hmm. where I easily could have gone lower on it. I, I gave it enough credence for enough things about it I really liked. Yeah, and you're looking for the potential. Yeah, potential. Yeah. And where there are several moments that stand out in like season one or season three of Castlevania, for me, this season four, there weren't those moments that stood out. Like one scene that'll stand out for me was the Camilla ending. That was mm -hmm. just pure chef's kiss. That was amazing. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I look at the rest of this season. I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Like, there's another character introduced, and we find out this character is crazy. And I'm like, mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. found nothing about that brand new character and her storyline interesting at all. Um, I, with the separate yeah. character, I like that she was leading people. Like, no, this is how you, you know, you you put you put your bathrooms away from your water and your your food. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, you guys are like screen, disorganized, yeah. like stuff like that. I liked, but. There weren't too many of those gems. But you like the Russian guy. I like the Russian guy. He was like, you know, when he was like, you I, know, I, like I poisoned the lakes with a, and I killed babies. I was like, wow. Like, well, he yeah, is like, like that, lunatic and that, Yeah, for that real. character too. Like I said, I had some of those <laughs> moments, but just not enough. Yeah. And Camilla, no, yeah. besides her ending, she was just like the tired, worn out warlord. And she didn't have any, besides her ending scene, there was no other little awesome moments before we got there. Mm -hmm, it it mm -hmm. feels like her character and Lenore's character and a few others were just kind of like chess, pe chess pieces waiting to be used for their end parts. Like they just wrote mm -hmm. off their storylines along with the um, the two vampire lovers who were out at war. And, you know, I liked how they kept those two alive and they said, we're just going to give up being warriors and stuff. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I like that ending, but we just had no moments building up to their goodbyes. And I felt the same way with, um, Camilla, I feel like we only saw Camilla like three or four times in the season in small doses. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I would have loved to see more Camilla, more her going crazy, more whatever moments 
instead of this brand new character who, you know, I'm protecting these underground kings and this underground loyalty. And it turns out I'm like crazy. Insane. Yeah, I've been saying like, my damn I'm self. Like, yeah. I just didn't care about this character. Yeah, yeah. Whereas no, I, I in season it. three, I really like that like the the evil priest guy who is mm -hmm. kind of a good guy, but awful, like really awful yeah, at the same time. Killing kids, yeah, he's killing yeah, kids. Yeah, that off, guy yeah. was interesting. And then the the cult people was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Where Durain, like uh the scholar guy goes into him. He's like, Hey, can I study your books and stuff? He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, Whoa, what is all this crap? Why do you have books and feces? And everybody's like, Oh, that's where but we you, take our craps and stuff. But you didn't like the whole infinite corridor and the whole vampire where, the, where they were trying to mix the body together. And you didn't like the, you didn't like any of that stuff. With, I didn't uh, care at all. And I was like, oh, really? really? I love don't that bring part. Back. It's, it's, <laughs> it's for me. I, I like characters to be done once really strong and then never again. Like See, I, that's the thing. See, that's it, it's the like the whole Vader though. thing. It's yeah. like where like we do Rogue One and people are like, wow, that ending scene with Vader thrashing everyone like Jaws. I'm like, I've seen so much Vader related to Star Wars. And it, it's just like the newest Star Wars movie when the Emperor came back alive again. I'm like, oh, guys, you're killing me. And it's like, oh, and then in the, the newest movie, like number nine, we brought back yet another Death Star type thing. And I'm like, yeah, but Castle is a little different. The, drums, the same drums right. over and over again. Yeah, Castle like, Dracula, Dracula, yeah. Was like Dracula's really different because he always comes back in all the video games. He always finds a way to come back. So that's actually but, written but in the, like, part of the script. can be yeah. different. And I'm just yes. saying... The, uh, the, the adaption should hang on the idea that we did Dracula for two seasons, really awesome, and now let's move on to who's the replacement mob boss, who's the replacement after Dracula. Yeah, and the closest Camilla. we got was uh, Camilla, yeah, people Carmella. like Camilla, and then you get another person like Isaac, who are they're both, like Camilla and Isaac are both equally powerful. Yes, one can win yes. a fight, the other one can win a fight. You know, it's a back and forth between those two. And then Camilla goes full ham, like full, like you said, um, Hitler, and then Isaac has a change of heart, you know, which is mm -hmm. a cool storyline. So he was treated very well, and then I feel like Camilla, who was built up from season two and three, was just very softly served, and then we were just given a really good ending, like an ending scene. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which was an amazing ending scene with uh, mm -hmm. Trevor. I love that scene where he, you know, he realized what he had in that weapon, and he didn't even know until he put it all together, didn't realize it was actually killing him to use it. it was right. Just and amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and then and then and then moments like characters like Hector, even if Hector is smart and clever and finds a way to get out of his binding, I would like to see it earned. Where I feel like he was not checked at any point. And yeah, I agree with that. I, I feel like that. his storyline was weakened, and so was Lenore. They, like Camilla, they were just chess pieces sitting there until we just had to clean up their ending. I would agree with that. I wish we'd have seen a, like a, a thing where Hector and and, and Lenore work something out, right? Yeah. Like, you know, whether she became the slave and he became the master or something in between. But there was definitely like Hector, I, 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 you know, Hector played the like, like undaunted, like what is it called? The, 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 the inferior role the whole time. But then he was just game. He was depending on people thinking he was less than, and he was gaming the whole situation from beginning to end, you know, like even when he was, you know, uh, you know, turned into a slave, basically, he was still like, okay, I'm going to work out. This. I'm going to work this out. And he did, he got out of it. But he, right? he did it unchallenged. That's the part that's yes. frustrating. If you watch a show like Breaking Bad, one of the favorite villains of the series, besides the Walter White character, is Gus Freeman. And it's two genius level characters going against each other. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it was deserved and earned. And it's like the Walt character, because he has like plot armor, 
he survives enough scenarios he shouldn't have because of like we're going to protect our main lead. But Gus Freeman and him going against each other was back and forth, and it was like nail biting. Where with Hector, I would have loved to see them all like mistreat him like they did at the end of season three, where Lenore is the nice one to him, but Camilla and all them like mm-hmm, poke him with sticks mm-hmm. and throw rocks at him and humiliate him, and even some of the guards kind of humiliate him, even though they're using yeah. him. And then, yeah, she thought, and, yeah. Yep. you know, like I said, a little tick and tack of like just even if he has an escape plan, show the humiliation while he's building the escape plan. Where this mm-hmm. one, I felt like he came up with his way to get out unchallenged. And yeah, that, he was and, unchecked. Yes, you're right. Yeah. He was on because at the end of it, they were like, he you just made him a pet. You know, you turned him into a pet and like he was never treated like a pet. The yeah, we never saw the season. humiliation. I, yeah, I was looking forward to him like barely clothed and naked. And then Camilla and um, Lenore to have fight scenes with each other through a battle of words of treating him proper and feeding him better food and all that stuff. His character, like I said, was just given too much freedom. Yeah, he was unchecked. I will agree with you. He was unchecked. But, I mean, for the many plots and and storylines going through, I still... I'm going to still settle my 9.5. I think it was a fabulous ending. I think if they continue a spinoff or something like that, I'll be the first one to sit down and watch it. And I was entertained and I'm definitely going to stick to my 9.5. And you were giving it a 7.5? A 7. And I feel that's yeah, generous. I feel a, a, a generous 7. Because I, I will say the show is watchable. If a show, if, if, if it's a show I never want to watch again, then it's going to go below a 7. Mm-hmm. And, you know, season 4 is not like the season I would recommend to anybody, but... For anybody who's completed season one, two, and three, yeah, you're going to finish season four. But the dose of reality, for me, it it was too many happy endings and too many interesting characters that were giving soft endings, quick goodbyes. You know, I just, I felt kind of sideswiped. And then again, we get characters like Dracula and his wife that just get to pop back. And like I said, it was just too much happy at the end. The good guys got too much of a strong victory without much of a sacrifice. Thank you for joining us at First Glance. All podcasts are good and some are just better. I am Byron Chip, and thank you for listening.